Hey guys, and welcome to another bonus episode of Drink and Tell. We are so excited for today's bonus. We actually just recorded this one and decided it was too good not to share with everyone. But I got a call from Amanda about five hours ago saying, Anika, we should we should put it up tomorrow. So here we are. Literally, it is Tuesday night. We are ready to put this one out to you guys. A lot of people have been asking us to be a guest on this podcast. And just to let everyone know, you can definitely be a guest. All you have to do is DM our account at drink underscore the letter N underscore tell and let us know you want to be on the podcast, but you do have to come with a good topic. You have to be a subject matter expert in a relevant topic, but today I'm so excited to bring on one of my best friends, Tiana, to talk about bell fries. And with that, let's bring her on. All right, guys. Well, we have Tiana coming to join us today. Tiana, before we get started, can you give us your name, age, relationship status, where you're quarantining, and one word to describe your life right now? Tiana, I'm 25. My relationship status, super single. I'm quarantining between New York City and Montauk. And wait, what was the other question? One word to describe your life right now carefree okay tiana we wanted to bring you on today for so many reasons but one of which a couple weeks ago we talked about bell fries i just gone to the block party we were talking about how fun that was and we just wanted to get some perspectives from you on what it was like opening a restaurant during the pandemic how bell fries is doing and then obviously a bunch of other questions because your life is by far the most exciting out of anyone i know right now I don't know about that. But first, thank you so much for sending me that little group chat message that you wanted me on the podcast. I was like super flattered. And I was like bragging to everyone. I was like, guess what? I'm getting featured on Drink and Tell. <laughs> we had people coming at us, Tiana. Like, why didn't you invite us? We heard you've been inviting people, not me. I know. You guys are a hot commodity <laughs> right now. It's getting competitive out here. So basically, this concept was in the making for the past two years between myself, my dad, and my sister. My sister is super into food and hospitality, and my dad is super into the business side of things, and I'm super into, like, branding and marketing and kind of, like, social media and marketing influencers and and that kind of thing. So we thought we had, like, the perfect triple threat combo to go about opening a new store. And so we were thinking, we were like, grab-and-go little places have become so popular. We were thinking, what is a food group that is underrepresented in America and in the world? And we always would hang out on McDougal Street where Palm Frites is. It's this build-your-own French fry store. And there was always a line outside of the door, no matter what time of day, no matter if it was raining outside, there was always a line. When all the other food places around it would be empty, this place always had a line. So we're like, this is crazy. Like, they have something special going, and maybe we can get involved. Basically, it was a combo between that people just love French fries. They love comfort food. And between there just being only one Palm frites location. And it would be great to really spread this concept out around the city and eventually around America and eventually around the world. 
We're going for world domination here. There we go. So, so what would you guys say America's top three favorite food groups are? Oh, throwing it back at us. Um, okay, okay. I'll, wow, okay, I'll just tell you. Questions. <laughs> <laughs> Let me guess. Um, Burgers, fries, and like hot dogs, pancake, or like some kind of breakfast food. Okay, so that's perfect. So the top food groups in America, like, basically already have these big, really successful chains. So you have America's top five favorite food groups are burgers. You have McDonald's and Burger King. Tacos. You have Taco Mm -hmm. Bell. Ah. Pizza. You have Domino's and Pizza Hut. Hot dogs. You have Nathan's Hot Dogs. Pretzels. You have Auntie Anne's and Wetzel's Mm. Pretzels. You know, so all of these, like, grab-and-go comfort food places have just really blown up. So... There's no place around the country that is for fries specifically. Thick cut, double fried, just like the perfect amount of crunch. And then we got this really great chef who actually started 375 Chicken that blew up. And he made all of these really special sauces. So we have Mm -hmm. a selection of about 12 different sauces right now. And every month we're going to be coming out with a new special sauce. Last month it was the double truffle. It's basically like black truffle mayo drizzled with truffle oil and sprinkled with parmesan oh yeah i think that's the one i had and it was literally the best thing i've ever had in my life yeah so so glad (laughs) who chose like the logo and the color scheme was that you i know you're on the marketing side of things you always have like a vision and you're always asking our friend group you know what do you think of this name is it catchy what do you think of this logo so i'm very curious like who was behind that yeah so my dad's friend from high school actually has a branding and marketing company so he did the whole build out of the store and we were all set to open march 1st with corona shit hit the fan should we open should we not open we don't want to put our workers at risk and so that was really hard so we finally had this soft opening block party which is what anika came to so i woke up at 6 a.m i blocked off the entire street probably totally illegal it was like a hundred supercars that showed up like all revving their engines with our DJ. Some of the messages were saying how tone deaf we are for oh having a party during that time. But wait, and we not... were raising money for the first responders. Can but... I ask like, why did you guys choose to open at that time? Was there a specific reason you guys chose that day or like what was the purpose behind the date? Well, we had this planned before we knew that all the protests were going on. Uh. So it was just kind of an unlucky coincidence. People have been cooped up in their apartments. They're super depressed in New York because just the, if you get into this media hole of the coronavirus numbers, it's just sad. So we were like, we want to give people comfort food. We have the store ready to go. We might as well open and start ringing the register because... But at this point, we were starving for cash. Right. Wait, I need to get Anika's take. Like, how was this party? Because you went, and I don't know if Blair is still there. But it'd be interesting just to hear from a different perspective. But I saw on social media, it looked absolutely insane. All these cars. It looked like Transformers on steroids. (laughs) Okay, so let me just describe the scene. So Josh and I went kind of right at the beginning because we were already in the area. So we stopped by before anyone had really come. We got fries. We hung out with Tiana. And the DJ came and started, like, pumping up the music. And Tiana's like, can you guys dance? Like, get more people to come. So we were kind of dancing on the sidewalk. And then more and more people started coming. And it was packed. And then probably around maybe, like, an hour or so after we got there, the cars started rolling up. And it was this combination of just the coolest cars I've seen in my life. 
I don't understand yeah. how there were no accidents because I saw pictures of how close these cars were yeah. on the sidewalk. And I know the police came. Yeah, we had this article written about us. Belfries brings a Miami-style car show to the, <laughs> to the Lower East Side. <laughs> Holy shit. I got a little rowdy towards the end with the cops. Like five cops pulled my dad over and they were like, you need to shut this down. Come on. We're all just spreading love here. And raising and, money, right? For and raising money for the first responders. People were doing all these like tricks with their cars and someone went under a car, like got run over by a car. Like, it was like, it was like a, uh, the car was um, lifted. And so oh. the guy, like they drove right over the guy coolest part was like you guys had those big bell fry stickers and everyone was sticking them on these nice ass cars so imagine like an aston martin that you see drive by with this big ass bell fry sticker you're like the, your first thought is oh my god i want to go there <laughs> well i got a little drunk towards the end of the party and i was taking these huge sticker decals literally putting them on every car like every lamborghini ferrari and i had one car owner come up to me he's like no like you're gonna ruin the paint job this is so cool and exciting tiana and i know how much we've discussed like i've always wanted to be an entrepreneur so i really think that this idea is so great and i guess from a social media side because you mentioned that you run the instagram curious like what kind of responses you got after that blog party yeah well i actually got really depressed after the party like we came off the highs of being in reality and being super happy and just everyone getting along and people coming up to me during the party and they were like, thank you so much. Like, this has been like my favorite day for the past couple of months so far. That made me super happy. And then I started to look into the all, all the message requests that I hadn't seen. Mm-hmm. And people were ripping me a new one, to say the least. They were like, fuck you and your fries. How dare you have a block party during protest? This is so tone deaf. And I think I called you, Amanda. I was like super did, at the same time. Like I've had so many people just randomly call me and I'm like, maybe I'm a halftime therapist and I didn't even know. <laughs> but I remember you called me and were really upset. And I was just like trying to talk some sense into you because um, I don't think you did anything bad. Everyone's going to judge regardless of what you do during these times. Yeah. So thank you for being such a good friend. <laughs> but Anytime. It just shows that people can hide behind their phones and just be so rude and they weren't even there I've just learned that with the good also comes the bad and you can't appreciate the good unless you do have the negative so we got through it and everything was okay afterwards and now we're starting to open up as people are coming out of their apartments and outdoor dining is now a thing in the lower east side and people are drinking on the streets the nighttime business has really picked up and has helped the sales I think, Tiana, you and I were talking about this. Usually that kind of a place I would associate with drunk food, but the fries are so good. I enjoyed them sober, which is very (laughs) telling. So our plan was to like have like a drunk couple come out of a bar and be like, well, we don't want to go home yet. and We don't want to have another drink and we don't want to have a full meal. So what's the perfect snack? Yeah. Just like a little share snack. You know, Wait, Tiana, can you talk a little bit about like yeah. that little table that you guys have where you can put the fries and how you came up with that? Because I think that's actually genius. We drilled holes into this long table and we serve the fries in, in a cone. As you're sitting there, you can stick the cone into this drilled hole in the table and they like sit upright for you. So you, it's kind of a hands-free experience. So you're not just sit, standing there awkwardly on the street. 
So yeah, that's that's what it's it was. It's such a good idea. We're thinking like big picture here. Like this is fun for our first flagship store, but I've already been like uh, learning a lot about franchising. My cousin has a big franchise haircut company. So he's putting us in touch with all these franchising lawyers and how to like really blow this thing up and just put them in every hot spot in, in the country. I'm just looking. Wait, would the double yeah. truffle fries and the black truffle mayo sauce be too much truffle? What do you think? Well, it's drizzled. It already has the black truffle mayo on, oh. on top. So we're always open to new sauce requests. So the next one we're coming out with is bolognese Ooh. on fries. Unreal. So we want to do something that like no one has ever done before. And okay, we need a little savory meat in here. So first we were thinking chorizo. What about we like, bacon? No, that's too much flavor. Yeah, bacon could be good. Like always oh want to do like do bacon like cheddar fries. Yeah, so we're always open to submissions. You can DM me on on the Bell Fries Instagram. Okay, page. I'll do that. Now. But, and um, ranch. I don't see ranch on the menu. Oh my gosh! So. If you guys want like yeah. a Indianish one, I don't know if you do, but butter chicken on fries. I had it once, like without the chicken, just like the gravy is such a good combination. We were thinking peanut sauce. I don't know. There's a lot of potential, so it's just a work in progress. And you know, with Corona, it's like slowing everything down, but. We're working through it. Oh, that's awesome. I guess the last question I have on Bell Fries, do you guys think you're going to do merch? Like, I would love to be sporting a nice hat or even a new, like a mask. That could be really cool. Like a black mask with the little logo. Yeah. Yeah, we want to do merch. But my plan was to actually sell the sauces. And I want to pat in the sauces. And Oh, my God. Amanda just DM'd <laughs> on, on Bell Fries. Thanks. The jars are coming in this week and we're going to start jarring the black truffle mayo because it's our most popular sauce. And I'm reaching out to the buyers for these supermarket chains and I want to put it in every supermarket in America. Because wouldn't that be great if you could just buy it, bring the black truffle mayo home? Yeah, absolutely. That's a brilliant idea. So we have a restaurant here. I think I've told you both about it, Beverly Hills Cafe. And we always order the dressings, like pints of the dressings. And it's like five, six dollars. Everyone just needs that special sauce in their lives. Yeah, saucy. Tia, thank you so much for sharing all that insight on Bell Fries. I learned so much. And I've already submitted a couple of DMs with requests for sauces. I think that's a brilliant idea. I know you've been traveling between New York and Montauk. How has it been? What are you doing on the weekends? How are you keeping sane? So I've actually been working from home. And I've been going through these phases of feeling super lonely well now that everyone's coming out of their of hiding it's it's a little better but you know I stayed in New York and all of our friends just escaped back home I think I looked on find my friends and everyone is just scattered around the country so sad that everyone has left and people are talking about potentially not re-signings I don't even know when I'm gonna get my friends back it just makes you appreciate how lucky we were to all be living in the same place while we're young and just like living our best lives. And I think we needed this pause to take a step back and actually think about that. So I've been in New York basically alone and I've been going through like phases where I'm like, damn, I'm super single. I wish I had a boyfriend during this time to keep me sane and entertained. And then also these phases of just loving 
the single lifestyle <laughs> and talking to as many people as possible and just keeping my options open. It's kind of added an extra level of entertainment, to say the least. I um, really feel that, Tiana. Like, I left New York. I'll be back um, in July, which I'm excited. Hopefully, we can see each other. But, I mean, I feel my emotions have been a roller coaster. I'm happy. I'm sad. I'm angry. I'm lonely. I've never felt so many emotions in my life. Now, Florida is the epicenter of the virus. I mean, I literally reposted one of Cuomo's tweets. I reposted it and it was saying how this is still the first wave. People are thinking a second wave's coming. Like we're still in the first wave and we're finally feeling the effects because we reopened mid-May and hopefully I I'm saying hopefully hopefully New York isn't the same. They just reopened, I know Monday, so we'll have to see. Well, and I would just say from my side like obviously in a relationship but like I have the other extreme where I am either living with Josh or in a long distance relationship which also kind of sucks because there's like no in between I think this is really a test to someone's relationship and Tiana I don't know about yourself but I would not be good with living with someone right now like full-time I just like my own routine now I feel like I'm in a quarantine routine which is terrible but I I don't know What's actually funny is I was just talking to my other friend about this. She said, so both her and her her boyfriend live together and they would like go to work, go see friends and then come home and be together at night. And she's like, now we both work from home. Don't see anyone else. So we're together like 24 seven. I was like, how's that going for you guys? They've been dating six years. And she's like, we feel like we just met. Their sex life has like taken <laughs> off because there's nothing else oh to do. God. And she's like, we're trying all these new things because we have so much time together on our hands. Yeah. I'm like, okay, that's a, at least one positive. That's Good for so her. Funny. I know I've heard that or I've heard the other dream, which is like, yeah, no, we need to break up. or like, this is never going to happen. There's never really a point in your life where you're going to be stuck with your significant other and only them for three months. Like that is such a ridiculous concept. Yeah, I don't think it's like even in human nature to have to be with someone that consistently. Yeah. Well, Tiana, is there anything else you want to tell all the listeners out there about Montauk, New York City, <laughs> Bell Fries? I'm trying to think. I don't know. I've been going through this moral dilemma of should I like go out and go on a date and maintain a little bit of a social life and then come home and see my parents? So. I was like really nervous at first. I've chosen the latter and I've gone out, tried to be careful. Are you like bringing a mask? I'm so curious. Like, how have you been doing this? And it's funny. So I've actually had a coworker and a friend, but my coworker was doing social distancing walks with this guy. It was like a quarantine fling. That's what she's been calling it. And her sister ended up getting the virus and she was living in the same house as her sister. So she had to tell this guy that, her sister had gotten tested positive and she was so uncomfortable. She didn't know how to tell him because he was this new guy in her life and they'd be been doing social distancing walks, obviously hooking up too, but did he get it? Wait, I don't understand the point of doing a social yeah. distancing walk because she was living in a house with her family. So she didn't want to like put them at risk. So she would then meet up with him sneakily and just because he lived in the neighborhood. Okay, but they wouldn't actually go on social distancing walks. Like if they were on a walk, they would be together. Anika, it's a social distancing walk. And I just winked, but you can't see me. Oh, 
so that's what she would tell him. Yeah, her. sorry, I didn't make that very clear. You're yeah, right. Yeah, I was like, that's okay. I'll take that one. So that was one story. And then the other story was our friend. I'm not going to say which friend, but she had a quarantine fling too. The guy ended up getting Corona that she was hooking up with. Actually, I said the story wrong again. I think the truly is hitting me. I'm so sorry. Let me repeat that. <laughs> Do you want me to say it? Amanda? Yeah, Anika, can you say it? Okay, so the other story was one of our friends, and Sean, you know who this is, we'll tell you after so we can cut it easily, but um, she mm-hmm. was seeing someone for, like, a good portion of time when she was home, and she kind of stopped seeing him randomly, like, there was no real reason, and then she found out probably like, two and a half weeks later that his whole family got corona, and eventually that he got corona. So she got so lucky because she hadn't seen him, just like because timing hadn't worked out in the time period that his whole family got infected but it could have been really close yeah and i know that friend is living with her family yeah Yeah. and that friend also had sex with the man after he was tested positive so wait and i actually just saw this person (laughs) two days ago oh (laughs) shit great that's great don't worry don't worry i'm sure well i think she only saw him after he was already recovered and clear yeah but just because you have corona doesn't mean you can't get corona again does it that's for sure true but once you are cleared of it unless you've got it again it's not like you'd infect someone else yeah wait but can we just dive back into you tiana like these are great stories but i want to get a sense of how you're doing these dates because I know you're living with your parents. I'm living with my parents. I'm hitting New York City. Um, I'm going to have to quarantine when I get there for 14 days. But I'm just curious, like, how have you been doing it? Have you been bringing a mask? Any funny stories you want to share? Any advice for people who may be in the same position as us right now? It's been hard because usually your go-to spot is like, go to a bar, like meet up when you're out because you don't want to put so much pressure on the date when it's just you two. Like, I like doing dates where if I'm out, I just say like where I am and then that person comes to meet me and my friends and it's like more chill instead of it being like super intense one-on-one. I went on one in the city and we ended up, he was like, come up, come up to my apartment because there's no bars open. And I was like, I'd rather like not go what if you're a serial killer or a catfish yes oh my god which one's worse who knows well actually there are catfishes out there because i just got a message that oh my god oh my god God. God. we need to talk about this this is like wait yeah this is super what happened so on facebook you have message requests that you don't normally see so I was just like randomly on my Facebook I feel like I don't use Facebook that much anymore but I randomly went on it I opened my inboxes and in my message request I see this like someone sent me this video and it was this random girl she was like I just want to let you know like girl to girl like this is what I like I came across and she like sent me a screen recording scrolling through this profile I had just opened my Instagram to be public because I wanted my ex-boyfriend's new girlfriend to see me and <laughs> so, so, so I made it public and so they took all of my pictures they made all the questions like something that would sound like me it was like what's your greatest strength bikinis and I was like oh, people probably people know I love bikinis so that could sound like me but she got my height wrong and she got my religion wrong so all the religion I'm like not growing Catholic please yeah (laughs) so went through a couple of different emotions when I first saw it at first I was like (laughs) super creeped out I was like is this one of our friends 
And then I went through this other wave. I was like, oh my God, I'm so flattered that someone would try to use my pictures. And then I was like, no, wait, this is just so freaking creepy. And what if they're like saying really horrible stuff to people and someone sees me out and they like punch me in the face because <laughs> they think I've said like all this terrible stuff to them and I have no idea what this person is capable of. So I had to like, I was literally like contacting Hinge, like submit, I had to submit an ID photo of myself to tell them like, please delete this other, this other profile. I'm the real person. And I put it on my Instagram story. I was like, please, if anyone matches with this person, please report it. Cause I had no way of getting in contact with the actual profile. Right. And I had so many messages be like, wait, I actually match with this person. And Shut the they fuck wanted up. to meet up. First of all, this person pretending to be me tried to meet up with this guy that follows me on Instagram. And then he was like, they tried to meet up with me. I was like, this person could be a serial killer because I'm not going to be the one meeting up with you. So, Tian, it's clearly <laughs> someone that follows you because they just took all your pictures. Yeah, they made their employment bell fries. They made it the correct school and everything. Damn. So, I don't know. It's, like, weird to, like, I always watch that show Catfish. And I got catfished once when I was in California. <laughs> oh, my God. People have been, like, lax with meeting up and going on hinge dates. But at the end of the day, like, you really don't know who's out there. For sure. I think, I think this is a great way to end it. Just be careful. <laughs> That's great advice. Well, thanks so much, Tiana. Yeah, yeah. We loved having you on today. Thanks for telling us about Bell Fries. I think a few actions for everyone in New York. Go hit up Bell Fries. 132 Ludlow. Go DM Tiana some sauce requests. I already submitted a couple of my own. Thank you guys so much for having me. This was so fun. Love you. Yeah.